Hey, this is Corey from Free Throw, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Welcome to episode 66 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and I'm so, so happy that you're here with me again. We're up to episode 66, and I think that's great, and it's because everybody keeps coming back and listening. Uh, Part of me hopes that it's because of me, but I think it's because I actually do get some pretty fucking awesome bands on this show, and that's fine by me if that's the only reason why you listen. So we've got a really... Hefty episode 66 for you here today. I am absolutely stoked to talk to this dude from this band. They have a brand new album that just dropped. We're going to talk about it at the very beginning of this episode. But before we do, everybody, please help me in welcoming. We've got Corey from Free Throw. Corey, what up, dude? Hey, what's up, dude? How you feeling? Uh, Pretty fucking good. Yeah, (laughs) you are down in Texas, right? Yeah, I'm in Austin, Texas today. Ooh, that's like, you know, that's where the music is at, man. It's like one of the best music cities in the country. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a lot of drinking, too, which is nice. Yeah, oh, it's almost synonymous down there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they go hand in hand for sure. Um, yeah, you guys are in Texas. We're going to talk about this in the second segment, but you're actually in Texas, I think, for a couple dates on this really badass tour uh, that you've been on here for a couple weeks already. Um so we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but I want to start things off by jumping right into uh, one of the best albums I've heard in 2017. And I really don't say that. Uh, everyone who listens to this, I will give credit where credit's due. But at some point, if I just keep saying everything's the best, then, you know, it doesn't fucking count anymore. So I do think this is <laughs> one of the better albums of 2017. Uh, so Free Throw dropped their sophomore album, Bear Your Mind, on May the 26th. I have had this album playing on my end since its release and i'm still finding more about it that i love uh cory how does it feel on your end to show off all the hard work that went into this album oh man i'm just i'm just happy for that it's finally fucking out yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh, we recorded it last october okay uh so i it you know the waiting game is the hardest part tom petty said it best you know the waiting is the hardest part yeah it's very true (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of time that that goes into creating such a stellar album and just the cycle of it. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah. A lot of uh, you you do all this writing and like perfecting and then you go into the studio and then you're working and then there's production that goes into it and all of that stuff. And then you're you're, finally you get the finished piece and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, you got to wait fucking three months. (laughs) Dude, it's, it's like such a strange like kind of feeling because you know first of all you are you know one of the creators of this uh so you've seen it since i mean you were part of the creation you've seen it from the beginning all the way through and you've heard it i'm sure between like practicing it for live shows and just every fucking piece of it that goes into it and then it's available on you know may 26 of 2017 by that time 
It's like you guys have already heard this how many times, but it's got to be like electric to like see everybody else then, you know, experience it themselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of one of my favorite things about it is seeing uh, how like uh, polarizing it is to some people that were like fans of the last album. Like, yeah, most most people I've encountered absolutely have loved it so far but i've definitely encountered some people that were like this is different you know (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like hey man well this is just a natural progression of the band you know we just we never really had a plan in mind we just kind of wrote the music that came to our heads yeah now you know what man um i get into these conversations with bands uh on the show all the time where i am like i i get flattered when people say that it's different you know i mean i don't think you should be doing the same thing over and over and if you do that's fine i mean there's bands that kind of do that and it works for them uh, but I think any true fan of music should understand and appreciate uh, the growth and development. But also, I, I think people should be critical and, and analyze and, and put the same kind of thought and effort into what a band creates that the band, you know, put in themselves. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's just a cool and, and, and I think it's a sign that you're doing the right things then because you're creating conversation. Um, well, it's like I, I told someone I, I said, you know, I fucking love Weezer. But I don't love every fucking Weezer album. I agree. That's actually a great, like, because I'm the same way with them, dude. Like, totally agree. That's a great way to to kind of put it. Um, But, yeah, I think that I think the album Bear Your Mind is just absolutely incredible. For anybody who hasn't listened to it yet, shame on you. I'm kidding. But go and listen to it. It is very, very, very good. It's available everywhere. Uh, It came out on May the 26th. Now, um, what song off of this album means the most to you? We're going to... here in a little bit uh, talk a little bit more in depth about a track or two but this seems to be a very personal album so is there a song that really sticks to you oh man yeah ab- absolutely uh the, one of the songs that means the most to me i think on the record uh is the song dead reckoning uh cause okay. it's written it's written about when i was 13 years old my my grandfather passed away in a car accident and uh i've always wanted to kind of write a song reflecting on it uh, and how it made me feel. Uh, uh, but you know, fucking, I finally got, finally found the right song that I felt fit the mood and yeah. was right to write about it on. And, uh, it was when I wrote it and I finished it lyrically, I was just like, Oh man, that's been coming for a long time. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it had to be like a, a great feeling to, to accomplish that. If it really was like an endeavor that you've you know, wanted to do and just, yeah, there's got, it's got to be the right time, the right song for something that means that much to you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. On a similar note, uh, you know, that's your favorite track off the album. What song do you like to perform the most live? Oh man. Uh, I really like playing Randy. I and the liquor live. It's a great uh, song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet you it translates very well live. Uh, it's, it, it's a lot of fun to play live It's because it's a lot more open chords. Well, I do play the little solo in the middle, which is also fun to play. Yeah, of uh, course. But I don't know, just something about screaming about being drunk is always <laughs> a good time. Absolutely. Again, it's like, it's this, you know, common ground here with uh, music and alcohol. It's awesome. You know, you can't deny it. Um, I've actually been really excited, uh, to talk to you because, I mean, of so many reasons, a kick-ass tour we're going to be talking about. Again, this album, Bear Your Mind, came out on May the 26th. But you guys just, um, I don't know the actual timeline, but I would assume recently signed with Triple Crown, right? Yeah, uh, we signed with Triple Crown uh, sometime in the mid to late area of last year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it got announced in December, 
I do believe. Gotcha. I mean, what an accomplishment, man. And they, I just, I work with so many bands now, episode 66. I mean, every episode features a different band. We've only had two bands that have doubled, um, and they're just good friends. Um, but Triple Crown just houses some, I mean, sick, sick bands right now. You got Sorority Noise, which their album of this year is just gnarly as hell. Um, Foxing, Tiny Moving Parts, uh, and one of my favorite bands of this year is A Will Away, man. I love yeah. these guys. Love them. so. Um, and that new record is great. It is phenomenal, <laughs> dude. It is phenomenal. What's it like being on Triple Crown Records and releasing this amazing album through them? Oh, man. I, I can't even put it into words, to be honest. Uh, it's like I've always been a huge fan of Triple Crown Records. I'm a huge brand new fan, you know? Oh, uh, God, yeah, I know. So the other day I was sitting in the van and I was just like, sitting there and i was like holy fuck dude our record came out on the same record label as like dejan tandu and seriously <laughs> isn't like, that nuts i was like man that's i like that had never even set into me at this point and then finally i was like oh shit <laughs> dude but, I know. And, like a lot of my favorite bands are on the record label right now like, like most of the ones you just mentioned it's it's and it's we've always kind of been a part of that scene and been friends with all those bands so right, it's kind of right. nice to just join a family of bands that we're already friends with. Yeah, and you, and you guys fit in so well with that roster of artists. I mean, I would throw you up there with, like, the big names on there. I mean, you just, you're nailing it right now, dude. So, and lots of hard work has been going into this band. It's, it's very clear there. Um, you alluded that a lot of, you know, you're, you're digging, you know, the bands that are on the label with you. You fit in well. You're, you're friends with some of them, I'm sure. So, I'm going to ask the tough question, Corey. What's your favorite band on Triple Crown Records? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a tough question. I, I do honestly like them all, but I, they're my best friends, and they're one of my favorite bands in the world to see live, and I think it's Tiny Moving Parts. Oh, dude, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been uh, – I haven't reached out to them yet, but uh, maybe, you know, if this interview goes well, Corey, you can put in a good word for me and, and... – <laughs> I can do my best. <laughs> and then we'll, you know, we'll see if Tiny Moving Parts wants to jump on here for an episode. But um, how did, uh, I think I know a little bit of uh, this background. We're going to talk about it in more detail. But how did you guys get in line with Triple Crown? Like, were, were there multiple, uh, like, record labels that you, like, were looking at? Like, were you pursuing them? Can you break it down a little bit? Um, We knew we wanted to go to, we wanted to take the next step after those days are gone and kind of move to a a bigger record label than the one that we were on. Uh, and we w happened to be on the road with uh, Tiny Moving Parts. We were doing their, their first headliner last summer. Um, and we were like one of the support bands, you know, just hanging out with our friends, having a good time, you know, playing music. And we, we had talked to some other labels here and there, but no one had really like committed 100%. You know, yeah. it was kind of just like, there was some courting going on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love that. I've never heard that in this scenario before. <laughs> love it. Yeah, like there was, some, there was some back and forth talks going on between different places, but we uh, happened to play studio at Webster Hall in New York City. Yeah. Uh, and with Tiny Moving Parts and Fred, the owner of Triple Crown, happened to be at that show. Oh, and wow. <laughs> That show happened to just be one of the best shows we had had in a while. Oh, damn. <laughs> and uh, Hell yeah. he heard us play Hope Spot for the first time. It was okay. We had just started playing it on that tour. It was a brand new song. And he heard us play that. And he uh, came backstage after our set 
and introduced himself to me and was like, that was one of the best fucking songs I've heard all year. Wow. Uh, he was like, is your manager here? And I was like, yeah, yeah like you're talking so to I him. <laughs> I introduced our manager to him. And then, uh, you know, uh, about a couple weeks later, we, it was pretty much being worked out on paper. Damn, Fred. Good luck, brother. I mean, that was, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, we're actually going to listen to Hope Spot here in a few minutes. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that interaction, but I think that we covered that. So there's another question that I have about Hope Spot that we're going to talk about after it plays. Now, how did the band approach creating this album, like in the early stages? I'm always just kind of curious, like, I don't know, like, does an album like do you actually just sit down and say you know what guys it's time for us to write another album uh i want it to be called bear your mind and here's kind of like some songs i have like obviously that's way too easy and perfect but how did you guys <laughs> how did you guys approach this process dude it was actually a completely different story the title <laughs> bear your mind didn't even come in until way after the record was done <laughs> I think that's usually how it is um it kind of started because we lost the drummer that we had in the band for those days are gone. Who's one of my best friends, Zach Hall. Uh, he left the band because it, the touring wasn't working for him. Uh, he had a girlfriend at the time that it's tough. They, they were kind of trying to start their life together you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and so he left the band. So we were without a drummer and uh, we had done some tours with a fill in here and there. And uh, we were trying to find the right drummer and our drummer now, Kevin was one of our good friends and he flew down uh to to do the try like to try out you know we wanted to make sure that we were all you know cohesive playing together before we were like yeah dude you're in the band uh but uh he flew down from boston to uh play with us for like a week or so and during that those you know little practice and jam sessions we ended up writing uh one of the songs that was going to be on the record which is weak tables and uh that was the first song that made the record that was written for the record okay and uh like from there, we were like, "Well, dude, you're in the band because we just wrote a fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of in this now, whether you like it or not." <laughs> and so he made the move from Boston to Nashville. Wow! And uh, started his life in Nashville. Uh, and we just kind of started fucking jamming around. And uh, we're we're not. I've been told the other day. I was told by someone that it was really odd how we write music because we usually write the music first. And then I go back and I'll pick songs that I think have the, the proper themes for the lyrics that I want to write over them. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. Because I don't know. I I grew up like making like hip hop beats and stuff when I was a kid. That's awesome. And, you know, usually you'll write the rap over a beat you yeah, know, or something yeah, yeah. like that. So my, my writing style kind of like especially lyrically is the same as that like i'll hear the i'll hear the music and then the melody will come to me and then all of a sudden i'm like oh i know exactly what i want to write this song about and i just write it down that's awesome i mean hey there's no right or wrong way to do it i there's times where i i approach uh songwriting in that same i mean with me more it's like i pick up an acoustic i come up with like you know the simple chord progression and then i start writing lyrics and finish writing the rest of the music around the way that i think the lyrics should go um, yeah but I mean, dude, it—you get the vibe, you get the aesthetic from the from the music, and that can be a brilliant, you know, inspiration to lyrics. So I think that that's a cool approach to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, speaking of the method you just explained, uh, and the fact that we're going to be playing Hope Spot on the show today, Hope Spot was actually written in that way. It was a song that oh, I wrote cool. acoustically, and uh, I sent it to the, the our little fan group text. And they were like, oh, dude, we have the ideas. So it just kind of came together that way. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, hey, when you're in a band that, like, really clicks and it's super organic, like, things like that just happen. 
Um, and, and that's why Hope Spot and the rest of Bear Your Mind just really, it kills it. Now, um, quickly on this last topic before we listen to Hope Spot, because uh, I have a ton to cover. And I know that you're about ready to play a show in Texas. We're going to talk about this in a second. Um, but this was just such an incredible endeavor, this album, uh, that the band, I think, executed extremely well. Um, what takeaways did you gain from this process? It sounds like a job interview, but what takeaways <laughs> did you gain? Did you gain from this process, uh, and how are you going to use this moving forward as the band continues to to grow and develop? Because I really think that this is like a huge catalyst for your band, and you know you got to start thinking ahead. You know what I mean? So absolutely. What's like? How do you take this and learn from it? Well, we had a. With with this record, I had already kind of started thinking ahead when we started originally writing lyrics for it because I knew I didn't want to write another breakup record because the last record was a breakup record. Yeah, and I wanted to write something a little bit more introspective and about myself, and uh, which is where all the themes come from are basically like me, you know, struggling with alcoholism, dealing with mental issues and stuff like that. So like uh, from this record, one thing that I've I've definitely taken away is that you can't make everyone happy. <laughs> truth dude uh, and you sometimes you just gotta make the record that you want to make uh and with the next record i have no idea what i'm gonna write about yet right but uh i definitely when i go into the next record i i'm gonna think a lot less about you know what people who like this record or the last record will think and hopefully think about you know what they can get out of the next record rather than being like, Oh, should we just make them happy? You know? Well, yeah. And, and you just, you'll never, like you said, you'll never, because if you, if you almost like pander to the one audience, then you're segregating a different audience than in itself, you know? So if you just stay true to who you guys are and write the music that you love and you're comfortable with, it will translate to the largest audience in my opinion. Um, Absolutely. And I I feel like with this record, we, we definitely uh, just wrote what we liked and what we wanted to play. And I'm much happier with the outcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that creates longevity in bands, too. You know, the ones who are just trying to, like, get it for, like, Twitter followers and, you know, um, just for whatever purposes. I mean, to, like, to again, to, like, almost pander to a certain audience. I don't know. I mean, it, it can be fun for a while, but I'm just the kind of uh, uh, musician that, you know, I want to do it not just for other people, but for myself, too. You got to find that balance because, of course, well, yeah, yeah. music is sharing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I mean, this this band is, you know, like a form of therapy for me, obviously. No if, doubt. If no you doubt. can't tell, all the lyrics are very personal and uh, all very true to my life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is, I think, why this album really did um, execute well. It's fantastic. Um, so, uh, Corey, what we're going to do right now is I want to give a taste of this to everybody uh, who's, I'm sure, already heard the album but if you haven't then great opportunity to to be introduced to it so right right now we're going to play we mentioned it uh it's hope spot off the sophomore album bear your mind from free throw enjoy What the fuck was I thinking When you told me how you felt And I left you there Hanging out to dry Spent my afternoon drinking Drunkenly confessing to the clouds As if they were all alive The sky doesn't offer advice to a man 
that doesn't have his own. So you just finished listening to Hope Spot off the sophomore album, Bear Your Mind from Free Throw. Um, now, we talked about uh, the interaction with Fred from Triple Crown. And so Hope Spot was the song that he heard uh, that really caught his attention. He, d- he did not know the band before hearing that song. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I've never really asked the question. Uh, but I'll. All I do know is that after we played that song live, he was like, dude, this song's fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> now, in a press release I received from your peeps, it mentioned uh, that this song, Hope Spot, is about your journey, uh, journey, journey through the contemplation of starting a relationship. So can you elaborate on that idea for us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at the time, I uh, was very interested, well, a female friend of mine was very interested in me and I was kind of like, 
I was interested in her, but you know, I was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to do the relationship thing, especially after the events of the last record, and I'd been through this whole like bad relationship, and I, I was yeah. kind of just trying to take some time for myself. But then, you know, I, I realized that maybe I, you know, I, I did want to be in this relationship, <laughs> and so I got like through the second verse, I kind of brought it back, you know, to her, and uh, but at that point, she was didn't really want to be in a relationship, so it was kind of like this weird back and forth. Uh, and we ended up eventually being in a relationship oh, geez. for quite some time. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to uh, ask, like, are you friends with her? Like, do you talk? But is it is it still going on? No. Okay. I'm not as of this moment, no. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, <laughs> the experience translated into a really amazing song and essentially a record deal. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, but no, yeah, she's a wonderful person. Uh, it's just... Uh, the life of being on tour and doing things, it makes it really hard to uh, maintain a really good relationship, you know? Dude, I could only imagine. I've never been in a band that that toured the way that, uh, you know, that you guys are doing. I've I've left, you know, the, the hometown market for a minute, but nothing like this. I mean, what you guys are doing is the real deal. The grind is real uh, with, oh, yeah. with Free Throw. <laughs> There's no question about it, man. So let's talk about tour. Uh, the band kicked off. It's it's a headlining tour. I mean, well deserved to um you know to support this brand new album. So you guys left the essentially left. I mean, it was a show in your hometown, but on May twenty sixth, uh, and this tour goes through July the first. Like Jesus, like over a month. Say goodbye to yeah. home, you know. Uh, <laughs> but to to make it feel like home, you brought home safe with you and heart attack, man. So uh, are they are those bands on the whole tour with you guys? Yeah, they're on the entire tour. Awesome. So, uh, literally, um, this tour started the day Bear Your Mind dropped with an in-store performance in your home base of Nashville. What was that yep. experience like, performing in your hometown, um, and on the day that this album dropped, in-store? I mean, that's a lot. We, well, we actually, it, it was it was crazy, because we dropped the album in-store in Nashville on the 24th, a couple days early. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we, we did the acoustic performance there. Oh. And then we we our first show of the tour was actually actually in Columbus, Ohio, on the day that the album dropped. So I wasn't even home. Oh, really? Yeah, I ended uh, up uh, in Ohio. I, I must have been uh, looking at something different, maybe an outdated graphic. But um, so you guys dropped it early in Nashville, hit the road, and started things off on the twenty sixth, the day it dropped in Columbus. You're saying? Yep. Awesome. So has the band ever? been on such a long in-depth headlining tour before headlining tour no <laughs> this is our this is our first like real headlining tour where you know we we are the headlining band yeah we have we have a stage set up with like mannequins and tvs oh dude we of have course. a fucking you got to we have a fucking backdrop that's like way too big it's like 12 feet <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, what is that like i mean that's got to be fucking amazing it's it's cool, but it's also a fucking pain in the ass to put up. <laughs> I bet, I bet. I mean, what is the like all the pressure on you guys, or, or like, what, can you elaborate? Yeah, well, I, like, um, you, we play much longer sets than yeah, we're accustomed yeah. to. Yeah, you know, uh, we're accustomed to the the usual like thirty thirty five minute sets, and now we're playing anywhere from you know forty five to an hour. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, which. For me, on my voice is a little bit harder, a little bit more rough. But Absolutely. luckily, you know, I brought some tea and some whiskey, uh, which helps. Yo, <laughs> whiskey helps in more situations than a band aid. I mean, it is like <laughs> I I'm there with you. 
Uh, what is your favorite kind of whiskey? I'm curious. Um, my absolute favorite whiskey. Ooh, that's like a hard that one. You I really would drink on the regular. Like, of course, like there's like Whistle Pig or whatever that's like fucking seventy five bucks a bottle. I don't know if you ball ha- harder and go up from there. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't. I don't ball that hard. <laughs> but like uh, the regular, like go to uh, like whiskey. What is it? Um, I tend to like. I like to drink uh, this blended whiskey, which is, sounds really shitty, but it's actually really smooth. It's called <laughs> Ten High. I uh, we get it a lot where I'm from, and so when I see it out on the road, I'm, it's really cheap. So I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm getting. It, ten uh, high. That's not ten. The ten cup one. Do you know what? what no, not ten cup. Gotcha, no, it's gotcha. like ten high, like as in a card game kind of. Oh, 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 I gotcha. <laughs> okay, all right. So that's kind uh, of the go-to. It's it's my usual go-to. Uh, but lately, I've been drinking a lot of Bullet. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go bourbon. wrong there. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. I'm a big uh, fan of. Have been, People have been gifting it to me lately. Oh. It's just really nice. Well, shit. I mean, hey guys, uh, why have I? Why haven't I thought of this? Uh, all my fans, you know, if you want to <laughs> give me some whiskey, shit, this is a great idea. Um, I actually really dig Wild Turkey 101. That's kind of my oh, I, my I'm go with you to. On that. <laughs> you know, my theory, Corey, is this. Um, I do. I like the taste of it now of of, of bourbon and and beer and, and stuff like that but my theory is whatever gets me to feeling better quicker is kind of where i'm gonna start you know what i mean so dude i think i think we would make best friends yeah <laughs> oh man i know and I actually uh i want to see maybe i can jump to this right now because i want to bring up i will i'm gonna jump ahead a little bit we're still talking about the tour here but um some really like strange coincidences. So um, today, the day you and I are talking right now, this is Monday, June the 12th, but everyone's listening to this actually on Wednesday the 14th. Okay. So Mm -hmm. um, today I also, before I called you, I had another interview. I had a double up today um, with a band called, um, Oh my God. Now slip my, I just literally talked to them. My mind's everywhere. Head North. <laughs> Let me yeah. say that again. So we, I just had an interview with Ben from head North. Uh, are you familiar with the band? Yeah, absolutely. They just dropped an album on June 2nd. It's the, one of the longest titles I've heard in a long time. So I can't remember it. Um, but <laughs> I think actually it was recorded by the same person who recorded our album. Seriously, dude, this is going to yeah. like really freak me out. So I was talking to Ben, um, just literally about two hours ago and I was telling him that I was about to you know get on the phone with you and free throw and he's a big fan and I was telling him that it was crazy because on June the 27th um, they're going to be playing at Mr. Roboto Project in Pittsburgh and on June the 27th you guys are playing at Smiling Moose in Pittsburgh um, which is like very close to one another so you know Ben and I got to talking and we're thinking Maybe we try to meet up, all of us. You know, we get uh, dude. I would, I would absolutely fucking love to do that. Free throw, head north. Uh, me and a couple of the dudes from the show. Like, let's. I want to go to both. I'm gonna see if I can bounce back and forth from it. Um, but dude, I think it'd be great if we can catch up at the end of the shows and get a drink and just kind of bullshit. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely be into that. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna carry this conversation over onto Twitter and try to get this uh, lined up. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Um, Sounds good. So we'll figure something out and at least catch up for a beer. So there's got to be there's got to be like a thirsty Tuesday somewhere around there. there you know, there is now. Uh, we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> now, look, dude. While we're talking about Pittsburgh, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Now, I'm gonna say this. I do like hockey. It's not my favorite sport in the world, uh, but I'm not like a crazy sports person. Like I appreciate sports and I do like them and I watch it. You guys are obviously from Nashville. Um, yep. 
I know at least some of you are fans of the Predators. I don't know which one or what. Almost all of us, except for the drummer. He's a Bruins fan. Okay, all right. So, obviously, you know, this is Monday, June the 12th. We just came off of the Pittsburgh Penguins coming out of a crazy battle for the Stanley Cup uh, against your team. So, I want to know, Corey, are we cool? You and I? No, we're cool. We're definitely <laughs> cool. I might not be too cool with the refs, you know. I know, <laughs> dude. I know. Crazy no, controversy, I, I, huh? It's all love, you know, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Hockey, dude, Hockey's a game of good sportsmanship. It really Even is. though there's, you know, fighting and shit like that. But you know what? I think that that's what kind of lets the aggression out and, like, keeps things a little bit more. Like, the NHL, like, hockey players in general are just, like, way fucking cooler than, like, NFL players, NBA players. Dude, that's what I've heard. (laughs) That's what, I mean, I don't know, I don't know a lot of these people, and when I say I don't know a lot, I know zero, but, you know, (laughs) um, that's just my uh, kind of impression of it, but, uh, dude, honestly, it was a great, great, uh, like, series for the Cup, and the Predators have come a long way, you know, it's uh, absolutely, I I hope people take us as a force to be reckoned. I Sorry, think so, dude. I absolutely think so. So I just want to make sure that we were cool. Um, now, <laughs> overall, though, um, I'm just curious. I'm sure you've played Pittsburgh before, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've actually played at uh, uh, Roboto and at Smiling Moose. Before. Okay. So there we go. So when, I, when you think of Pittsburgh, like very quickly, what is the first thing you think of? Uh, Permanti Brothers. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Have you had it? I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. Does it meet the hype? I love it because I'm from here, and I feel like so many of my friends that aren't from Pittsburgh always talk to me about, like, when they come into town, we got to go to Primanti's. Like, it's super hyped. Does Primanti's meet expectation? Uh, I would say so. I mean, every time I've been there, it's been pretty fucking good. There we go. Okay, cool. <laughs> I a- usually get the, the colossal fish. Oh, yeah, which is dude. The fucking huge fish. It, you need, like, almost like a whole goddamn, like, loaf of bread to cover that, <laughs> that piece of fish, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, it's very true. It, it is very true. Oh, my God. Where the fuck do they fish? I want to fish there. You know, like, Jesus, <laughs> God. It is massive. All right, so um, I, before I go off on any more tangents here, uh, you're in Dallas. Or not Dallas, I'm sorry, Austin tonight. And I think you have two more dates in Texas, right? Yeah, we have Austin tonight, Dallas tomorrow, and then Houston the day after, I do believe. Or it might be flip-flop with Houston and Dallas, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. Now, and the band's been on tour for like, you know, you have like, I think, 14 shows under your belt. Overall, uh, what's been the best like moment or memory on this tour? You've gotten a lot of dates in already. Oh man, there was uh, there's been a lot of good moments on this tour. Uh, Bloodfest was an insane. Oh yeah, that was day two of tour, and uh, the reception was just fucking wild. (laughs) Yeah, dude, honestly, and there's still so much more to go. Um, you're actually after you're you're done in Texas, I believe you're heading over to the East Coast. Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think you're heading into Florida. Does that make you nervous at all heading to Florida? I feel like that place Uh, is fucking crazy. It's going to be fucking hot. That's it is going to be hot. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm thinking, like, of all the, like, I don't know, dude, the news that comes out of Florida, like, the radio shows in Pittsburgh, like, they, I don't know if this is, like, a Pittsburgh thing or around the country, but, like, man, they just, like, they have segments where they read, like, news stories coming out of Florida because they're that nuts. Oh, yeah, no, no, Florida Florida tends to have, 
some crazy headlines. Yeah. Uh, there's like a, there's like entire Twitter accounts dedicated. Oh, to is Florida. there really? <laughs> like Florida Man. It's like supposed to be a superhero, but they just put up like Florida Man headlines. So it's like Florida Man wrestles alligator into its street, you know, kind of thing like that. Oh, man, you got to love it, huh? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sure you're not nervous going to Florida. Great states could be hot as shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not any better than when you're at where you're at in Texas right now. Um, so how does a how does a band like Free Throw prepare for such a large headlining tour? Like how many weeks in advance were you working on? Because you're saying you have like a full like set like and stage presence, you know, like uh, props and shit. So like how long have you guys been like prepping for this? What goes into it? Um, it we've been prepping for it for probably about the last two months before the tour started yeah uh we had the person who made our stage setup which is uh it's two mannequins with tv heads that play like uh old like video and stuff while we play uh the person who actually curated the entire system for it is uh the bass player of sorority noise ryan mckenna oh my god <laughs> that is amazing I love that man it. is a genius. <laughs> seriously, seriously, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I think that that's fantastic. Um, so a lot of uh, hard work has gone into it, and of course, a lot of hard work's going into it as you're on the road. What's interesting is, and correct me if I'm wrong. So the tour, I know that you considered the Nashville show that kicked it off, like the, as the first date of the tour, right? Yeah, well, yeah, for the most part. Well, because it was only us that played the end tour. Okay, that so makes sense. It wasn't like the whole tour package, but I considered that the first day of when I was like, okay, this is the cycle of the album. Like, this is time. It's time to work. There you go. All right. Uh, so, and you're you're ending the tour then in Nashville, right? Yeah, with like a full blown, big like party show for the album. Really curious. Uh, before I actually ask the question, affiliated. Um, do you know uh, of a band, for, uh, dude, and this has got to be like when people from Nashville hear like, do you know this band from Nashville? You're, you're probably like, dude, you know how many fucking bands are in Nashville? Um, <laughs> but there's a band that I just love. They're really great friends of the show, uh, and they just got signed. Uh, repeat, repeat. Do you know of those guys? I've heard of them. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to listen to them or see them live yet, though. I really heard. think, I've man, been hearing their should. name a lot lately. Yeah, they, um, they've been working on an album. They, they've been kind of doing the whole like figuring out like where to find a home for it you know and what record label and i think that they just got all that kind of situated it's gonna be dropping in the summertime but i, I could see you guys pairing up well and yeah uh, you're both from nashville you know i'm just you know trying to spread that love repeat repeat gotta hold our city down you absolutely know? now i've never been to nashville and it's a goddamn shame um what are some of your favorite venues to not just play at but to go to as a fan in one of the best music cities that this country has offered. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely, we're playing at the end, and it's one of my favorite venues in town, uh, just because it's, it's, it's small enough to be intimate, but big enough that you, I just recently saw Every Time I Die play there, which was Oh, awesome. wow, okay, yeah. And, and it's probably like a 200 to 250 cap room, maybe at the most. Um, but I also really like Exit Inn always a good place right across the street from the inn. There's also another place right down the street from that, from both of those venues. That's a little bit smaller called cafe Coco, okay. which is a, uh, 24 hour venue. Uh, it's like a 24 hour cafe and seriously, you know, just do, but they do shows in the back of it all like night. I'm not sure. I don't think I've been there for late shows before, but I don't think I've ever been there for a show that went past like, I don't know, like 2am. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, I, uh, 
I got to get my ass to Nashville sometime. And uh, it's a wonderful city. Oh God, if I'm ever there, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, so we mentioned uh, in the first segment, we were talking about Bear Your Mind. Again, I highly recommend that you go out and get this album. It is so worth it. It's so good. Um, it This is uh, the first release of new music from the band in two years. Is that is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, almost three. We're about two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. So, um, this this album is so super fresh, and I know. Trust me, I'm not trying to like you know make you start thinking ahead of like what's coming next. <laughs> like li- live in the moment, you know, and enjoy and cherish what you've done. You're on tour and shit to um, support it. But I mean, I gotta believe, man. You're you're signed to Triple Crown. Like a band is kind of like a business. You always gotta be thinking ahead. Uh, absolutely growing developing um, and and you had a big gap of time there uh, without music so what what's going to happen next like what do you, nothing specific but what, what do you see happening from here I mean a lot of opportunity is going to come yeah. from this well I, you know the, one of the biggest reasons we had a big gap uh, in between the last full length and this full length was you know the loss of our drummer and uh, uh, yeah yeah tra- trying to figure out like the the drummer is a backbone of a band. So, you know, trying to figure out that situation took a lot of time off, you know, the calendar. Absolutely. But, um, up next, you know, uh, we, our band situation is pretty locked in. I mean, I think we're all pretty happy with being in the band. I don't think anybody's going anywhere anytime soon. Right. Uh, and you know, I just more touring, uh, hopefully, you know, while we're home, just starting to write new stuff and kind of just keep the, the, the gears grinding do you see like any music videos in the pipeline to support any of the tracks off the new album absolutely uh there's we filmed none one. Out, is there no not yet okay. uh we filmed one recently uh but it's still going through the uh the whole production process have you announced what track it is uh no not yet okay we're still waiting but yeah i mean uh maybe i can leak it to you after the, you know. <laughs> see, I don't know if you noticed. I was trying to see if you would tell me on the air, but if you want to tell me off the air, I can keep a secret. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm totally down with that. When do you? Let me ask you this: When do you see uh, a, this new music video coming out? Do you see it being while you're still, probably not while you're still on this tour, probably sometime in July? Um, I I hope it comes out while we're still on the tour, uh, but I'm not sure. It, you know, things take time. Like I said, the waiting process is the hardest part. I hear you, dude. I hear you. Um, so that's kind of like what I was li- thinking of is like I really think that some of this music off this album would translate so well into a music video. So I'm really anxious and excited to see that. Uh, are there any planning or tour plans that are locked in for later this year or is that still in the works? Uh, still in the works. There's some things that we are, are pretty much a go on, but uh, – Sadly, I can't say anything about it yet. Understandable. <laughs> what I'm hoping for is to see some uh, uh, a nasty Triple Crown uh, tour lineup going. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, you know, I would be totally down for that idea. All right. Hey, <laughs> again, Fred, if you're listening, let's make this kind of stuff happen. Um, all right, Corey. So look, we're coming right to the end of this episode, but before I let you go, I created a small little fun segment just to kind of shake it up. Instead of me just like asking all these questions, we're gonna have a little fun here. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, dude, sounds lo- great. loosen you up before you get on stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's called, I've never done this segment again. If it goes well, maybe I'll do it. Uh, but it's called never have I ever tour edition. So, um, I'm just kind of curious. I'm going to list off a couple random ass things about tour. You're going to tell me if you've ever done it or have ever experienced it. Well, um, 
on actually specifically this tour. So I'm actually curious. No, maybe not just this tour. Well, no, we'll. <laughs> I need to get this shit straight before I interview. Um, I'm looking at the questions to see if it actually even matters. All right, it's any tour. This is never have I ever tour edition with Corey from Free Throw. You down? Yeah, let's fucking do it. All right, so never have I ever stopped at Bucky's, which is apparently a touring band staple of Texas. Oh no, yeah, I've definitely been to Bucky's. <laughs> have you been there on this tour? I know you just got to Texas. No, we just got to Texas. So there's been no Bucky's on this tour yet, but I've I guarantee there's going to be a Bucky's stop at some point. <laughs> uh, we have a really good friend uh, of the show in Texas, um, and she actually sent us. Uh, a care package from Bucky's with like hats and like all kinds of fun stuff because I've never been to one. Uh, so, dude, Bucky's is like the Walmart of truck yeah. stops. It's huge <laughs> and it just has everything. I I gotta get to Nashville and I gotta get the Bucky's. It's on my uh, spinning thoughts bucket list and <laughs> and also to get some free whiskey from all my fans out there. So let's make this shit happen. Uh, never have I ever locked the keys in the van. Oh no, I don't. I've never locked the keys in the van. I think we've actually been a, been pretty good about that. I don't, I'm trying to remember a time when the keys may have been locked in the van, okay. and if uh, if they have, I've forgotten it now because of alcohol. <laughs> All right, never have I ever uh, run out of gas on the way to the next venue. Oh man, <laughs> uh, I don't think we have. Honestly, I think we we're pretty good. The only time you really run a really fucking dangerous part of trying to get to the next venue without finding gas stations like through the deserts yeah <laughs> um i we've come close we've definitely coasted into a gas station <laughs> after getting through the desert before never have i ever fallen while on stage oh yeah i've definitely fallen have you <laughs> it's yeah uh we were playing a show actually in philadelphia at the fire one time okay uh and i had set my phone next to the drum set like out of my pocket next to the drum set and yeah. i went back to step back slipped on my phone oh and my god tumble straight <laughs> into the drum set oh that is like super epic hopefully somebody got that on uh on oh there's there's some photographic evidence somewhere. okay that's awesome i gotta find it uh if you find it and you feel like you want to share it um you know we should send out a tweet to at spin thoughts and uh also to what is uh what's free throws uh Twitter handle. I can't think it off. Time. Do you know? It's uh, it's at free throw emo. Uh, that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainly, mainly because it rhymes. <laughs> Look, I love a great rhyme. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> um, all right. Never have I ever royally messed up or forgotten the words to one of your songs. Oh no, that's absolutely happening. <laughs> uh, sometimes you know you 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 get to the venue, you got drink tickets. <laughs> so you're like, oh shit, I got, I got, you know, 30 minutes before I got to play, and next thing you know, you're three whiskey and cokes down, and yeah, uh, yep. you're playing a new song, and then all of a sudden you get up there and it just slips your mind, dude. <laughs> I have, I have actually probably been there so many times, and that's why my band has never gotten to the next level. So uh, clearly, um, I cannot uh, accomplish that task and perform at the same time. At least not well. <laughs> at least not very well. Um, I started uh, I started a trick where I uh, started practicing drunk, so that way if I got <laughs> drunk at the venue, uh, it was kind of just like uh, muscle memory at Dude, that point. Dude, that is so funny. Um, all right, so never have I ever missed sound check or were late to get on stage for your set. Uh, we actually have been before. Uh, one time we had a drive. We were on tour with Prawn and Frameworks. Ooh, okay. Uh, and we had a drive from Denver to Des Moines. 
Oh my god! And we <laughs> completely, we completely misjudged the time. Yeah. Uh, Prawn didn't even make it to that show. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> misjudged the time, and uh, we got there. And had to play after frameworks, who were actually the headliner. <laughs> wow, dude, that is nuts. I mean, that shit happens. Touring is not easy, you know. Logistically, it's a it's a tricky little beast there. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's like a big constant road trip, except yeah. for stressful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so kind of on that topic, like you know, there's times where like you just can't make a stop because you got to get to where you're going. So never have I ever pissed in some kind of jar while in the van to save time on the way to the next city oh i definitely have i've pissed <laughs> in many a water bottles many a gatorade bottles my god i don't think that if there's any band on this earth that has told you that, that any touring band on this earth that tells you that they haven't pissed in a bottle <laughs> they are a goddamn liar i, I believe it i believe it that's maybe why i wanted that question in there is to see if you would lie to me or not now we know all the listeners of spinning thoughts we know Corey has been telling the goddamn truth <laughs> so fucking awesome that's great um i actually my go-to is a pickle jar just because it's a wider mouth you know it's just easier to, yeah it's easy it's easier you know what, those, those those water bottles that that's where it gets tricky you have to have skill and you know as yeah. a touring band you practice a lot more than i do but i'm not at that level yet Corey. i'll definitely get can't you got to be careful of the bumps yes you, know? you got to be thinking ahead i get it um <laughs> never have i ever i only got a few left uh never have i ever been stalked or harassed by a fan uh, no, I don't, I don't think we've really ever, we've always had pretty good luck with, uh, <laughs> with bands that we play with. They're always pretty awesome. Pretty nice. Okay. All right. Um, well, I said fan, not band. Oh, a fan. Yes. Oh, uh, I've never really, I wouldn't say harassed, uh, but I've definitely, I've definitely been stopped and talked to and, you know, taking pictures and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, uh, there's the occasional person that carries on like, they're so I guess they're so excited to talk to you to carry on the conversation for a really long time. Yeah, it's but tough. you know it doesn't really bother me that much. Uh, it's it's kind of it kind of comes with the territory, you know. It's part of the job. I hear you. All right, so uh, like one or two more. Never. Where, which ones do I want to do? Um, okay, never have I ever hated playing in a particular city. And please don't name the city. But is there a city that like you're not a big fan of playing in? Oh, dude, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I, part of me I'm figured you might joking. say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I like playing wherever we go. Uh, you know, even if there's only, you know, a, a single person there, I still like yeah. to have fun and, and put on the show that, that I can for them, you know? All right. And uh, here is the last uh, the last um, question in the Never Have I Ever Tour Edition segment with Corey from Free Throw. Never have I ever thought, fuck it, I'm going solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, the band carries me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like having them around. You know? <laughs> for now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, messing with you. Hey, thanks for playing along in the Never Have I Ever Tour Edition. It's the first one. And, hey, uh, man, it was fun. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Everyone listening, uh, let us know on Twitter what you thought at Spin Thoughts and at Free Throw Emo. It rhymes and it's awesome. So, uh, definitely hit us up on there. Corey, I know you got to get going. You got a show uh, to go kick ass at. Uh, but before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Um, uh, Just thank you to everyone for the fucking continuing support. Like, it means the world to me. 
I had never thought I'd, you know, be able to live out this dream. Honestly, Free Throw was started as kind of a joke band. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just did it because we wanted to be able to play house shows and, and get into house shows for yeah. free. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's brilliant. It's a brilliant and, idea. Uh, but it kind of took a life of its own, and I'm just glad that everybody enjoys it as much as they do and that they've given me the opportunity to be able to go out and do this and have a, you know, a therapeutic release of my whole life by being able to write songs about it. So, yeah, I just, I just want to give a big thank you. Uh, you guys are the best, you know? Absolutely, man. You got great fans, and you have uh, great music, so it makes sense to me. The sophomore album from Free Throw, Bear Your Mind, dropped on May the 26th. Corey, I got to chat with you off the air for a minute, so don't hang up, but thank you so much for being here for episode 66 of Spinning Thoughts. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. It was my fucking pleasure. Once again, I want to thank Corey from Free Throw for being with me here today for episode 66 of Spinning Thoughts. Their sophomore full-length album, Bear Your Mind, is available everywhere. Dropped on May the 26th. It is ridiculously good. Get your hands on it if you haven't listened to it. And if you have, revisit it. They're on tour right now with Home Safe and Heart Attack Man. It goes through July the 1st, so check out for a city near you. While you're checking out Free Throw, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the show for free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have a new fan review up, and we also have a new Metal Thoughts segment available on the website. This week, we are going to be making this big announcement that I have been alluding to for weeks if not months so please stay tuned for where you can find that announcement it's gonna be epic everybody i love you so much thank you for being here thank you for being my friend and for jamming to the music and jamming to these episodes please make sure you continue to chat it up with us on twitter and remember to always share music spread love but i'm so